0: It's profound, it's dynamic because it's from heaven. Ask God to really touch you today, to speak to you. Let yourself go in the realm of the spirit today with the songs and praise God. Lift your hands, even do whatever you have to do at home to get in the spirit and stay in the spirit and get out of that that realm of fear, anxiety, depression that the world is being consumed with today. Betty, what do you want to say?
1: Hallelujah.
2: Hallelujah.
0: Glory to Jesus. I thank God for Betty. She gave me some scriptures right here. If you can see them, Betty gave me these last Sunday and a big part of it is my sermon today. The Lord's been really speaking to Betty for giving me some words and words of encouragement and scriptures. So I really thank God the body of Christ really helps one another and sharpens one another. Amen. Right now, Father, we just commit this service into your hands and I ask you, God, for your anointing on the worship, on the songs and the, and the music. Our vocals, our voices, the anointing, God, as people listen, that they be touched and moved by the Holy Spirit. I pray for the anointing to fall and to break yokes and bondages off of people. And that people be transformed and changed this very day, Lord God. We thank you for this day. We praise you and thank you for the beautiful sunshine, the warm weather, Lord God, we thank you. But more importantly, God, we thank you for salvation today. We thank you for eternal life and redemption. We thank you for your loving kindness and your goodness and your tender mercies that are new and fresh this morning, Lord. We're grateful for the cross of Calvary and for the blood of Jesus and for the resurrection today. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Let's worship Jesus Christ this morning together. Amen. Amen. Powerful name of Jesus. Nothing can stand against it. Coronavirus doesn't have a chance. Cancer doesn't have a chance. Diabetes, no sickness, no disease has a chance against the powerful name of Jesus. Nothing does. Poverty, oppression, nothing can stand against the name of Jesus. Declare the name of Jesus. Wherever you're at, in your home, in your car, declare the name of Jesus. Every knee shall bow, every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Amen. There is no other Savior, there's no other Redeemer, there's no other name given among men under heaven whereby we must be saved. Amen. It is the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. He is the only, only name to call on for salvation, the Amen. only name to call upon for divine healing, Amen. the only name to call on for release from demonic oppression, Released from demonic strongholds is the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. It is only that name and the power in that name amen. because of the resurrection. Amen. Because of the resurrection, there's power in the name because of the victory that Jesus Christ brought. Amen, amen, amen. amen. Glory amen. to Jesus. Amen. 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 Even the devil and all the demons know there's power in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. And they fear and tremble. And if you're a servant of God and full of the Holy Spirit, even the demons will know who your name is and who you represent. They'll say to you that you're a servant of the Most High God. And that's what we are. We're servants of the Most High God. Amen? We live in an unprecedented time on the earth. Horrible time right now. But you know what? God is greater. God's grace is greater. Amen? There's joy, there's peace, there's happiness, there's hope in Jesus Christ in that name. Amen. Amen. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. We're going to take our tithes and our offerings right now and we're thanking God that we've been blessed. We've been really blessed at General Shepherd. Honestly, I've talked to other pastors and they're just astounded that we're just continuing to grow and multiply and increase and that church is still growing. We're going to continue. This church is not given up, amen. We're going to preach the gospel. We're going to win the loss. We're going to build up the body of Christ, edify the body, strengthen the body of Christ. And we're going to continue this ministry for the glory of God. It's for His glory and His glory alone. So I'm asking you, if you're able to send your tithes or some offering in, and you want to be a blessing to General Shepherd, you just send it to 2905, buildall Street. B-I-L-D-A-H-L Street, Bill Dahl. It's in Rockford, Illinois, 61109. And we really appreciate it. We really do. We're thankful for it. Honestly, we are. We thank God for it. Because we want to continue. I can't imagine not doing this ministry for the Lord. It's been going on for generations. A lot of decades General Shepherd's been here. 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000, 2010, 2020. It's been going and it's going to continue to go because it started out with the right motive and the right intention with Pastor Alan, Pastor Judy, and Pastor Kevin. They started out with the right motive and intention and that is to reach Rockford for Christ. Amen. 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 Glory to Jesus. So if you're able to send it in, send it in. We appreciate it. We thank you for it. And right now, more importantly than that, than finances and money, is you knowing for sure you're right with God. And I want to make sure that this is very important that you remember this, that we're here to reach the lost. If you're an unbeliever, you're not saved, you're not born again, it's important if you're listening to my voice right now, and your heart is pounding, maybe your palms are sweating, maybe part of you is saying, there's a whisper saying, turn it off, don't listen to it. Let me tell you something, the devil is a liar and he always has been. There's only one way to heaven. Not two or three, there's only one way and that is the Lord Jesus Christ and Him alone. And the name of Jesus is the name you call on if you want to be saved. So right now, pray this prayer if you want to know for sure. Your name is in the Lamb's book of life and when you breathe your last breath on earth, you don't hope you're going to heaven, you can know you're going there. And that is this, the Bible says, whosoever calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. If you believe with all your heart, That Christ died on the cross for your sins, for your wicked ways, for your iniquities, your transgressions. You believe He shed His blood on that cross for your sins personally. And you believe that God raised Him from the dead after the third day. And you trust Him to be your Savior, you will be saved. God did not send His Son and die in vain. You put your faith in Jesus Christ and Him alone. Right now, pray this prayer with me. Heavenly Father, In the name of Jesus Christ, I ask you to come into my heart and live in me, Jesus. I open my heart to you, Jesus. Come and live inside of me. I am a sinner. I confess my sin to you. I need forgiveness this very day. And I ask you to forgive me for my sins. And wash me in your blood, Lord Jesus. Cleanse me of my unrighteousness. And you become my righteousness, Jesus. I need a Savior. Jesus, today, save me. Save me from myself and from my sins so I can have eternal life, the gift of God. Jesus, I call on your name for salvation today. Save me, Jesus. And I believe also with all my heart that God the Father raised Jesus from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. I believe that Christ is seated next to the Father in heaven. Thank you for salvation, Lord amen and amen if you prayed that prayer from your heart in a real honest and true way let our church know somehow through a comment on facebook through our website May write a letter if you have to i know that's kind of outdated but you know what do what you got to do to get older we, we really want to know so we can help you and it's really important for everybody to remember that once this gets over it will won't it brother cecil COVID 19 is not going to last forever the state of Illinois, your state, wherever you live in, you're, if you're in a different country, it's not going to last forever. Amen. What's important to remember and know is that you and I stay in church mm. once the churches open up again, and they will, flood the churches, go back to church, Amen. just like in the time of nine one one when the Twin Towers fell and everybody ran to church out of fear mm. because they thought we were going to be destroyed, basically, and so the fear of death came upon America, mm. and the churches were full. It only lasted about three weeks.
2: Mm.
0: Mm. I'm asking you to fear the Lord more than that day, more than that time frame, back, in, back in that day when the Twin Towers fell and the churches were filled in America. Amen. Fear the Lord, but love God. Go to church because you love the Lord and you want to thank Him for all He's done for you. Amen? Amen. Amen. You don't go to church because the church needs your money. Mm-hmm. The church don't need your money. God don't need your money. He needs your heart. Mm-hmm. The church just needs you because of we need one another. Amen? Amen. The body of Christ needs encouraging one another and building each other up and edifying each other because Jesus Christ is coming soon. Can I hear an amen on that? Amen. He is coming. The Lord Jesus is coming soon. And we all know it. And even the unbelievers know it now. They know something's up. Something deep in their heart and soul is saying something's going on here. There's a fear in there. And praise God, we're going to take advantage of that opportunity to do what? Minister and share the gospel. Now, every person that we share the gospel with, are they going to fall on their knees and cry out to God for salvation? No. No. I wish it was that way, but it's not. I wasn't that way. I didn't want to hear nothing. I didn't want to hear about the gospel. But I I wrote this little note down right here. It says, 85-year-old man from Lena named Richard. And I I wrote this little note because I'm getting old. I can't remember every time, so I have to make, make little notes. Let me share something with you. And I just said not everybody we share the gospel with is going to call on the Lord. And you're not going to pray with them maybe that day and they're going to get saved. Mm-hmm. They may hear what you want to hear and that's it. And they may not want to listen to what you're saying. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give you a testimony here. This 85-year-old man from Lena was in a road. There's no cars around. So he's walking across the street with a cane. <clears throat> Pretty healthy guy. He looks healthy. And uh, he's coming towards my truck, and I I said, how are you doing? What's your name? He goes, Richard. And I go, are you doing okay? He goes, I'm okay. I'm all alone. I'm lonely. My family's all gone. I live in that house right there, all alone, and I have Parkinson's. And I says, oh. And I says, well, you know what? I got some good news for you. God loves you, Richard. He loves you. Well, I don't believe in God. Why is he letting all this stuff happen? Why is, every, why is all this going on lately? I've never, I'm 85 years old. I've never seen anything like this before. Why is God, if there's a God, why is he letting this happen? And I said, this isn't God. It's the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. I said, everything evil and bad on the earth is not from God. And I said, all I know is God is good and he's going to turn things around. And I said, what's more important, Richard, is you make sure before you breathe your last breath and die that you know where you're going when you die. That's what's important. Where are you going to go when you die? I'll make a long story short. <clears throat> he came up towards my truck, <clears throat> and I was standing up here like this, and he's down there. And I said, Richard, before I go, because I have I have a route to do. I can't sit there and chit chat for three, four hours, and, mm-hmm. and I got my plus. We're on satellite. My boss is going to wonder what's Richard doing there, sitting at that house for twenty minutes, you know. So. I had to kind of cut Richard short a little bit, but God has grace, right? And I st- stood down and looked at him. I said, Richard, before I go, because I have to finish my work here, I said, let me ask you a question. And be totally honest with me, Richard. Don't. Just be flat out honest with me. I'm going to ask you something. He goes, okay, what is it? And I said, have you ever asked Jesus Christ into your heart? And he said, no, sir, I have not. And then he cut me off and he says, I don't even believe in God. I don't believe there is a God. And there never was a Garden of Eden. He says, I know there wasn't. And I said, well, there's a lot of proofs, just from prophecy alone, that Jesus Christ is exactly who he said he was. But I said, you may not believe in God, but he believes in you and he loves you. And he gave his life for you. And I said, I'm going to be praying for you, Richard, that you give your life to Christ. And then he walked away and went his way. But I'll be going by his house every single day of the week, so... I'm going to be looking for him. I'm not going to shove it down his throat, but I'm going to pray that God will open his heart by the Holy Spirit. Amen. amen Cuz we can't we can't save anybody. Amen, amen. I wish I could have led Richard to the Lord right there by my truck. It wouldn't have been the first 85-year-old that's been saved, you know, but I'm praying. So let's pray right now. That's the whole reason I brought it up. Is we're going to pray and if you're listening, let's pray for Richard and Lena as if it was your own dad. Yes, if it was your own grandpa. Or maybe your uncle or even your brother or something, you know. Mm-hmm. Just pray that way with a heart of love for him. Wouldn't it be an incredible story to see one day when we cross over the other side and here comes this young looking man, not eighty five year old, not with a cane, with a skip in his walk and hallelujah and shouting and glory to God and he said, Do you know who I am? No, oh, I'm Richard, the guy from Lena. Remember I said at first I did but I gave my life to Christ. And here's one thing I told him. I said, I'm going to be praying for you. And he says, well, I don't believe in God. And I said, Richard, do me one more thing. And I said, will you do this? From the time you walk from here to your your driveway and go up your sidewalk, you can do it in your living room, but do this today. Do it before you put your head on the pillow. If you don't believe in God, I'm asking you to do one thing. He goes, what is that? And I said, just say, Jesus If you're truly the only way to heaven, if you're truly the Savior, reveal yourself to me. Show yourself to me that you are truly the answer and the way to heaven. And Jesus Christ will do it. He will by the power of the Holy Spirit. So right now, Father, we come together in faith, asking you like you did in Lydia, Lord God, open Richard's heart, Holy Spirit, to truth. And the words that I spoke to him would echo in his heart. And Lord, if he's not already been saved, that he will come to know you and call on the name of Jesus Christ and be saved. We pray for Richard's salvation, Lord, that that man would not die in his sin and go to hell for eternity, but he would call on Jesus Christ in mercy and beg for forgiveness and plead for forgiveness and Christ come into his heart. And so when he dies, he goes to heaven for eternity, not hell for eternity. And we pray, Lord God, that he gets born again. And comes to know Christ as a Savior. Reach his heart, Holy Spirit. Soften it in the name of Jesus. So we come against Satan in his lies and his deception in the name of Jesus Christ. The powerful name, a name above all names, Jesus. Amen. And we all said, Amen. Amen. He's going to get saved. Amen. I'm going to invite a pastor friend of ours from this church, Pastor Caskilly, come up for five minutes or whatever you have and share something from his heart. And his precious daughter is. We have a microphone maybe for you, brother.
3: Okay. Amen. Thank you so much. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Yeah.
4: In shortly.
3: In
4: shortly. In
3: shortly. I say
4: said thank
3: you. To meet again.
4: In this morning. Um, truly there is a lot of people died with corona yes, this morning the in the earth by you and I we woke up we are alive
3: it's not
4: ex- experience of our brains mm.
3: knowledge
4: it's grace mercy of God in, shortly we are in the bad time and
3: all earth they are in
4: fear of death coronavirus. of coronavirus but
3: what
4: should I tell
3: you
4: coronavirus
3: people
4: say we should wash our hands with soap but us as church the soap that we're going to wash with our hands Amen. It's the blood of Jesus Christ
3: Amen. So Amen.
4: it can wash our hearts
3: Amen. Amen. Amen.
4: Corona, Corona It's, it's a demon. demon But us as church That means the half That they have power um, through corona above corona,
3: corona, above corona, it's
4: blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Yes, other people say,
3: other
4: people say, be in six feet away. But in spirit, what does it mean? It's you and I. Let's be in distance. Of from in it, you and me being distanced from the sin, amen. 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 Kuh, amen. 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 Be away from the sin,
3: amen. Who
4: be away from the sin. You distance that distance, that distance, distance of watch a zombie. It means to us as believers, it's distance of us to leave the sin.
3: Amen. Amen.
4: Those all six feet away. It's um in, in, in physical.
3: In physical. But
4: in spiritual. Let's be away from the sin.
3: That's
4: where that we can will win power of coronavirus. of coronavirus if you read the bible
3: second kings,
4: second kings chapter 5 chapter 5 1 to 15
3: 1 to 15 it was the, 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 the history of naman it was that
4: um, story of naman namani was sick he went to different hospitals. Um, he went to different hospitals and he washed his body in different waters. But the sickness he never healed. And he was a respect person. Yes. But the sickness that he had. The sickness that he have, he didn't have peace in his life. He, he
3: have value inside.
4: Yeah. He made himself inside it that it does not have
3: value.
4: But listen, let me tell you. One child five years ten years. In the inside of Anna, Ma, Ma, house. He said, "With the wife of Naaman, to our home, Israel. There is a, a man of God, Elisha. He can help. Um, the father Naaman. And Naaman heard the, the story.
3: received that message.
4: He received the message." He went in Israel and they met with Elisha. Elisha said,
3: There
4: is no exercise here. There is no exercise. There is no interview. You just enter in the water. And se- time seven. Time seven only and your sickness your sickness will be healed. Now and you and I today what can what can we do so coronavirus can finish in our lives?
3: Elisha Christ.
4: Elisha today is our Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. If we go to Jesus and our sickness and our problems our Jesus Christ, Amen. He can do everything.
3: Amen.
4: Humans cannot do it.
3: But
4: our Jesus Christ, he can never fail. is the final of all the situation of coronavirus. Amen. Amen. Even people failed, but the heaven of Jesus Christ, he never fail.
3: Amen. That's
4: why us as church, God bless you a lot. Pastor Matt, God bless you a lot. Pastor Judy, God bless you. Pastor Help. God bless you. A lot of churches closed.
3: Know
4: that it's not church that closed. it's political. Politics, politics of, um, of Satan. Satan. Yeah. So the power of God, Is it so it can now work. So Satan, so he can have that place. Yeah. Yeah. to destroy yeah. the the children of God, the nation of God, the nation of God. In all world, I follow the information.
3: Country.
4: Only one country in
3: Africa,
4: in Africa. Tanzania. Tanzania. Tanzania Country Tanzania Tanzania country the
3: president said we're
4: supposed to pray to pray in churches. Amen. But other places they are closed. We said we said to the president, God bless you a lot. Because, because all the presidents, they are the ambassador um, of God. Ambassador of God. Ambassador of God. But us. Let's be two. If we become two. What three? Let's come and pray, God. <clears throat> Let's to cry to
3: God.
4: Is the final. It he, he was healed. Na sisi bile bile. And us, Elisha our Elisha, it's Jesus Christ. You protect us, you fight for us <inaudible> to, <inaudible> to, th- to throw <inaudible> on And God bless you.
0: Jesus, amen. the Lord, He's the one that protects us, amen, amen. the amen. shadow of His wing, the Lord is our refuge, amen. the Lord is our strength, amen. He hides us in His pavilion, amen. He hides us in His tabernacle, amen. and His outstretched hand amen. is like a shadow along our side, our amen. right side, amen. Amen. it's like a shadow protection around us, amen, amen. amen. Glory to God in heaven. Jesus Christ is Amen. powerful. Amen. Amen. Thank you for that encouraging word. Amen. And we need to take a stand. And not in foolishness or ignorance or presumption. But in wisdom and faith. Amen. 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 Well, I, 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 will, I am so glad we decided to do this. And, and didn't do it in a living room or something. I'm not saying it's wrong for other pastors to do that. But I really believe we just followed the Amen. leading of the Lord for this. Amen. And I just pray for other pastors and and ministries that you just hang in there, you guys, and be strong in the Lord and pray for other pastors. Pray for other churches. Don't be self-centered and thinking your church is the most important or yours is the most profound or, you know, don't be so narrow-minded. I always want to, as a pastor, when I drive by a church, I always try to remember to pray for that pastor and his marriage, his home, his family. And then pray for that church, for great success in that church. If it's a gospel church, that they have great success. And that they prosper and preach the gospel. Amen? Because it's not about us. It's about us being less of self and more of Christ. And Christ wants others to be blessed and prosper. And that's where our attitude should be towards other churches. That we want them to grow and increase and prosper even more than ours. Amen? Amen, amen. Nothing more of a turnoff than a preacher or a pastor that's high-minded and arrogant and thinks he's all that. I, I don't like that Amen. at all. I hope I'm never that way. If I am, Amen. just come to me and say, you need to humble yourself. I Amen. won't be offended. Amen. I won't be offended by that, honestly. Amen. Unfortunately, it happens to a lot of men of God and women of God that Amen. start small and they end up real big and they got Amen. multiplied millions in their bank account and Amen. listening to them and they're all worldwide. It kind of gets to their head, but there's a few that stay very humble and fear the Lord. There's a lot of them that are being used by God, Amen. but there's some that they, they start thinking they're all that, and anyway, I need to get off that tangent, but ask yourself this question today. If you're a believer or an unbeliever, ask yourself this question if you're listening right now. What are you worried about? What is there so much to be worried about? Jesus Christ who wasn't just a good man or a great prophet or teacher, he said some things that are eternal. Because when Jesus said something and he spoke it, it's going to be for eternity because it's written in the word of God and it's never going to go away. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my word, said the Lord, will not pass away. So everything that Jesus said came out of his mouth, literally will be here for eternity. We'll, We'll hear them, we'll remember them, we'll talk about them even in heaven. Amen. And they'll even be remembered in hell. And Jesus said this more than once let not your heart be troubled. Don't let it be troubled. He didn't say, if your heart is troubled. He said, let not your heart be troubled. It's a decision in our will, in your will and my will. Are you going to let your heart be troubled and full of worry and fear? Or are you going to be a man or woman or child of God that's full of faith and and just delight you? Delight yourself in the Lord. The Bible doesn't say delight yourself in the Lord and he'll give you the desires of your heart if everything is nice and rosy and peachy in your life. No, it just says delight yourself in the Lord. In good times and bad times. Amen. do Just live for God. Doesn't matter what's coming. We don't know what's coming. There was an earthquake yesterday down in Puerto Rico, I believe. Almost a 5.6 or something like that. I mean, the Bible says in the last days, Matthew 24, Jesus said, and when he speaks, you better listen. Because Jesus Christ is the Savior. He is the man that you want to listen to is Jesus. From Nazareth. Jehovah God God in the flesh he said in the last days there will be famines pestilences and various earthquakes and wars and rumors of wars it's called this hello we're there yeah. so anyway i just as a pastor i want you ready and prepared and i want you to have a attitude and a heart listen This isn't even on my message right now. I don't know why I'm saying this. But have an attitude and a mindset as a believer. If you're listening right now on podcast or on Facebook, listen, please. Have an attitude and a mindset every minute of every day, every moment. From the time you roll out of your bed, sit on the edge of your bed, get up in the bed, brush your teeth, whatever you do, the first thing. Have an attitude and mindset. Watch and pray. Watch and pray. Watch and pray, because Jesus Christ really is coming soon, and He wants you and I to be found ready. He wants us ready. We don't want to be one of those where that lamp is half full or empty. We want to be full of the Holy Ghost, full of faith, full of love, full of power. Amen? And that comes by watching and praying and drawing near to God and seeking the Lord through the Word, through the Scriptures. If you can see this, it's called a Bible. Amen? I know it's rare nowadays, even in churches. A Bible. This is a Bible. Amen. As there's 64 books in this thing. Hallelujah. Every word written in here is pure and perfect because it's God's holy word. And the Bible says, do not add or take away from this book. The man or woman that adds or takes away from this book is in big time trouble eternally. You don't add or take away from it because it's perfect, it's holy. There's no other book like it on the earth, there never will be, amen? Every one of us struggles with worry. We all do. But the hand of the Lord is there for you as a believer. The shadow of his wing is there, and his shadow of his right hand is right on your right side wherever you go. He'll never leave you nor forsake you. You're not an orphan. He knows your every step. He knows your every heartbeat. He knows your thoughts before you even think them. So put your hope, your faith, and trust in Almighty God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of Israel, the God of Moses and Daniel, the God of Ezekiel and Isaiah, the God of Elijah and Elisha, the God of Noah, the God of Paul and Peter, and the Apostle John, the God of Almighty Heaven. Amen. The ruler of heaven. Trust him. He has his hand on you. We all struggle with it. I understand. But when we have worry and doubt and fear, there's always a root in it. What is what? It starts with an F and ends with an R. Fear. Fear. It's fear driven. And our world, especially in our... America, and I'm going to say America, and I know there's others might be listening around other nations, but don't let fear rob you. It will ruin your day. It will ruin your life. It'll destroy you, even physically. It'll cause diseases in your body if you're consumed with worry, anxieties, and fears. If you get caught up in it, you need to repent and say, God, forgive me for my doubt and my unbelief. I pray that prayer. It's a prayer of humility. Father, forgive me. Forgive me for my unbelief and my doubt. Forgive me, God. Have mercy on me. I don't want to have unbelief and doubt. I want to be full of faith. Now, that doesn't mean that the devil won't come in there and try and get fear in there or anxiety or depression. Don't be condemned if it's there and just say, enough, Uh -uh, I'm not going to do that. And pray with others. Share with somebody if you're struggling with a depression, or you're struggling with a fear, or you have anxiety. Don't just hold it in. Tell the Lord about it, and talk to another believer about it. And say, I need you to pray with me. Will you pray with me? I'm struggling here a little bit. Because in the realm of the Spirit, it's overwhelming like never before. It's like a, you just take a little puff... And it's like a little cloud comes out, but it's not like that in fear now. Now it's a whole atmosphere is full. Every city, every town, every village, every state is full of fear. It's like an atmosphere of fear because it's satanic. It's demonic. And you and I have to take authority over it. We have authority as believers in the power, in the name of Jesus Christ, and in the blood of Jesus. You plead the blood over your own head, over your own mind, over your own body, over your own children, over your home, your property, over your car, wherever. Just plead the blood of Jesus. There's nothing that can stand against the blood of Jesus. We just heard Kaskilly, Pastor Kaskilly talk about that. There's power in the blood of Jesus.
3: Amen.
0: Listen to this scripture here. I want to read something out of Isaiah. This is God's word. It says in Isaiah chapter 51. Isaiah 51 verses 9 through 10. Try to pay attention. I know sometimes we have a hard time listening when the word is... Because our minds wander so easy. We all have that struggle. But listen to what God says through his word to you. This is for you. And this was written... A long time ago. It says this, awake, awake, put on strength. Put on strength. How do I do that? I will be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. I, I will not be a wimpy Christian. I will not be full of fear and, and worry and look around me and, oh my goodness, I, I hope I don't get COVID, I hope I don't get this and that, I hope, we, I hope the whole world doesn't get destroyed, I hope we don't have an economic collapse, how am I going to make, make my bills, how am I going to feed my children and feed my family, how am I going to put gas in my car? Trust the Lord. Put your faith in the Lord, awake and put on strength. Oh, arm of the Lord. Listen, this is your prayer and my prayer. Oh, arm of the Lord. Oh, arm of the Lord. Oh, God, please, in the name of Jesus, stretch your hand towards me and my family today. Stretch your hand towards our church, Gentle Shepherd, and everybody that goes to that church, Father. Stretch your great arm of strength towards us, God. And it says this, oh, arm of the Lord, awake as in the ancient days. He is the ancient of days, the scripture says. But this prayer is this. O arm of the Lord, awake as in the ancient days, in the generations of old. Are you not the arm that cut Rahab apart and wounded the serpent? Come on, you guys. Listen how strong and powerful the arm of the Lord is. He wounded the serpent that came and deceived Eve in the garden and told her it's okay to do that. You can eat of that tree. He's a liar, and he's always been a liar. And the de- and the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. He's that old serpent. He's Lucifer. He's sa- Satan, and he's the one that is lashing out and pouring out all this fear and all this sickness and disease and all this calamity on the earth. Amen. Jesus is greater, though. Awake, as in the ancient days, and the generations old. And you wounded the serpent with what? His outstretched arm. His arm is powerful. When God stretches his hand, he creates the heavens and the earth. He just goes like this. Look, he probably just goes like this and everything can be created because of the power in his arm and His, his who he is. He is so awesome and incredible. When you realize how great God is, you keep God like this, you are going to be consumed with fear and doubt and worry, and your body will probably be full of anxiety, and it leads to diseases and sicknesses and stomach problems and stomach issues, digestive problems will consume you because you're full of that fear and worry, but you make your God like this instead of like this, and realize He is a mighty God. He has His hand on me. His hand is stretched out towards me. I will not fear what men can do to me or what any disease can do to me. My trust and hope is in the living God. And then it goes on to say this. Are you not the one who dried up the sea? He dried up the Red Sea. How did He do it? It just said. He just said, Lord, awake and stretch forth your strong arm. The Lord probably just went like this. No problem. Oh, don't worry about those chariots following you Amen. and the, and Pharaoh and all his army. The Bible even says this. Why would you fear a man that will one day Amen. die Amen. and Amen. go down to the dust just Amen. like he oh, came? Yeah. Why oh, would yeah. you fear a man? Amen. We don't fear man. We fear the Lord. Amen. You don't fear some great man that says he's Pharaoh and he's coming at you with chariots, swords, swords. Coming at you to kill you and take your life. All the Lord says is no problemo. All I have to do is take my right arm and go like this. With no effort at all.
1: And that red sheet just
0: Mm goes. And now the Lord says, hello, cross over. I make a way where there seems to be no way. I will make a way for you where there seems to be no way. When you call on me, I don't ignore, I answer. Because he's a living God. And he has ears to hear. And he has eyes that see, move to and fro over all the earth. And he sees us. He watches us. He knows when you turn right on Alpine. He knows when you're heading down East State Street. He knows the very minute you open your front door. Amen. God knows everything, and He will part the Red Sea in your life. Don't doubt God. He is a God of miracles. If you believe in miracles, learn to expect them. Amen? You can believe in miracles and the miracle worker, but you've got to learn to expect them on a daily basis because we're living in a day and age where we need the miraculous daily. Amen? And trust me. I don't even know who this man is. I don't have a name. I'm sorry. Amen. And I'm not saying it's of God for sure. Amen. I'm not going to say it's of the Lord for sure. I just heard from somebody else. And this woman that I heard it from has been a strong believer for a long, long time. She loves God and she's on fire for the Lord.
3: Amen. 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 And
0: she she told Diana and I, my wife, she told us that. And she she's like Tammy, Cecil. This Amen. lady's a lot like Tammy. She's Amen. constantly listening to preachers, Amen. constantly listening to sermons, Amen. always, you know, feeding herself with the word. All that kind, you know, that way, like other women Amen. in our church that are on fire for God, they're constantly doing that and listening. Mm-hmm. And she's that way. So she said she heard a pastor who prayed and fasted recently for thirty-one days, mm. and he, after that fast, the Lord spoke to him. Now I'm not saying this is of God for sure. I'm not. So don't say Pastor Matt said this. Pastor Matt said that. No, I didn't. It wasn't me. I'm just saying what I heard. And when I heard it, I tell you, it you're gonna it'll grab your attention quick. After the 31 day fast, the Lord spoke to this pastor, and he said, This is the beginning of sorrows with this COVID 19. And during this time of fasting, the Lord showed him that in about a year from now, there's going to come something on the earth much worse than COVID nineteen, to the to so great and so profound that even President Trump, who will be reelected, he he believes that he will be re-elected, be reelected. He said even during this calamity that's coming, President Trump will be overwhelmed and will not know what to do. It'll be that overwhelming that he'll be distraught. And he'll be totally—he won't—at basically at his wits' end. He won't know what to do. And that the trials and tribulations that are coming are are really intense. So after I heard that, being a pastor, my response is I got to make sure the sheep that are underneath amen. me are prepared and ready for amen. this. Amen. Because amen. we need to be ready. I want you guys on fire for God. I want you living for the Lord. I want your relationship with Jesus Christ and your walk with Him to be so much more intimate and close to Him. If there's nobody on your right or nobody on your left, it's just you and Jesus, you're still going strong. You're still walking with the Lord and you're in love with Jesus, amen? And let me say something to this right now. If you're listening and you're not right with God today, and you're backslidden or you're not even a believer, I urge you to get your heart right with God today. I mean that with all my heart. I plead with you, call on the name of Jesus Christ today. And maybe you just heard it now, you didn't hear it at the beginning of the message, but do it today. Today is the day for salvation, not tomorrow. You may not have it tomorrow. Amen. We don't nobody's guaranteed it tomorrow. Nobody's even guaranteed you're gonna see supper time. We don't know. Life is that way. you are you not the one who dried up the sea, the waters of the great deep, that made the depths of the sea a road? Oh, man. He made a road for them to go. Why? Because he is our deliverer. Amen. God Almighty is the one that will deliver you from what? All troubles and all distresses. Read Psalm 107. They cried out to the Lord. Who did? The children of Israel. They cried out to the Lord with what? A loud voice. Lord, deliver us from our troubles. Deliver us from all our distresses. Deliver us from evil men and things that are happening on our earth, on this earth and in our life. Deliver us. And the Bible says He delivered them out of all of their troubles, all their distresses, and even healed all their diseases. Not some, all, because He is our light and our salvation. The Lord God is our deliverer, just like He was. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever, Jesus Christ is. What He did for them, He'll do for you today. He'll make a road, and He'll part the Red Sea, so to speak, in your circumstance. And He'll make a way for you to cross over. For what? For victory! For absolute victory! The Lord Jesus is a victorious king, and he wants his children and the body of Christ to walk victoriously and live in victory, not defeat, not fear, not doubt, not unbelief, not quivering, not fearing man, but fearing God. Amen. That's the way he wants you and I to go in victory. And have a banner of victory. And shout hallelujah. The Lord is the one that's brought me through. He is my deliverer. He is the reason why I breathe and stand today. And declare his mighty works. And his mighty acts. It is because of the Lord. And we will declare. And we will manifest his glory in his presence. And we will magnify not man. You don't magnify a preacher, a pastor, a a witness, an ambassador, an evangelist. You magnify the Lord God and Him alone. That is who you magnify. Because He's the only one worthy of glory, honor, and power, and dominion. And that is God Almighty. Amen? Amen. I want to continue here. It made the waters of great deep and they made the depths of the sea a road for the redeemed to cross over. Why did He make a road in the the Red Sea for them to cross over? Because they're the redeemed. Say this, I am redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. I am redeemed from the curse of the law. For Christ Jesus became a curse for me. Though He was rich, For my sake, he became poor. He became sin. That I might be made rich and bring glory to God. And that does not mean rich financially in your bank account. That means rich in wisdom, rich in grace, rich in mercy, full of riches of love in your heart. Amen. Christ-likeness, being like Jesus. If he blesses you financially, it's not for you to show it off, it's for you to give it away to God and his ministries and his kingdom, and it's for you to help the poor. Amen. How many of you have been approached by somebody, you know? I mean, if you live in Rockford, you're gonna get approached. Yeah. There, you know, and if you live in a bigger city, you're gonna get approached. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're gonna get approached by people because we live in a society that is so driven by drug addiction. And when you're addicted to drugs, you're constantly craving and needing that addiction to be fulfilled. I'd rather be addicted to Jesus Christ, wouldn't you? Amen. But in mercy and compassion, just like we sing, everybody needs compassion. We need to be compassionate people. So when you're approached by somebody that's poor, that's a maybe they're even a drug addict and you don't really, but they come up and ask you for money. You don't just give it to them, but you ask the Lord, am I to give it to them? How do you do that? Just say, Lord, what would you have me to do? And if he whispers to you, give them something, then do it. Don't say, like everybody else says around in the world, oh, they're going to spend it on alcohol, they're going to spend it on cigarettes, or marijuana, or coke, or crack. You don't worry about what they're going to spend it on. You just obey what the Lord tells you to do. Because the Bible says that we are to consider the poor. If they're drug addicts, alcoholics, that means they're probably poor in spirit. They, they're poor and poverty-ish. And you, out of compassion and mercy, you help them. Amen? I don't know why I brought that up. I had, I had an incident yesterday. And I was with a co-worker who's not a believer. I, to my knowledge, he's not a believer. And he started questioning this guy. Well, why did you, you just got out of jail? And why, what did you do wrong? And what do you really need the money for? And I sensed he was sincere, and that he needed money to get a bus ticket back to Chicago. Blah blah blah. So, you know, you just do whatever you feel God leads you to do. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Now I don't know if he takes the money, he goes down to the liquor store. That's on him. I just do. You just do what God asks you to do. Okay. Consider the poor. I want to. I want to read something real quick. I'm going to cut it short because I'm getting long-winded again, but. It's out of uh, Isaiah 50. Isaiah 50, starting in verse 2, it says this, Why, when I came, was there no man? Why? The Lord says this, why? Why, when I called, was there none to answer? Why, when I came, was there no man? Why, when I called, was there none to answer? Is my hand shortened at all that it cannot redeem? Or have I no power to deliver? The Lord questions. The Lord will send questions to your spirit. He'll show you things in the Word and question because He wants to reveal His truth to you and who He really is. Amen. And He's telling us right here. He said, My hand isn't too short that it cannot save. My ear isn't deaf that it cannot hear. Is my hand too short at all that it cannot redeem? Or Don't I have any power to deliver? Who do you think I am, God is saying? I'm the one that put the heavens and the earth into being. I created the sun and all the the planets and all. I put all the stars in the sky and named every single one of them. You don't think God is detailed? He knows every hair on this head. All three of them. Hallelujah. God is detailed. He knows you. Trust me. And he wants you to know his power. And the power of his hand in your life. Amen. 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 And he has powerful angelic beings working in behind the scenes in your life every day. Amen. And they're ministering spirits from heaven, sent to minister to the heirs of salvation. Amen. I ask God to release his angels every day in my life. Because they're there to minister for us. Do I not have power to deliver? Indeed, with my rebuke, I dry up what? The seed. Just he, all he has to do is stretch his hand. I rebuke it in the name of God Almighty. And he just rebukes it and that sea is dried up instantly. He can rebuke coronavirus. He can rebuke any cancer, any diabetes, any lupus, any various disease or sickness in your body or in your loved one's body. He can use you and you you say in the power and the name and the blood of Jesus, be healed. In Jesus' name. And they can be healed instantly. Because with the sound of God's rebuke and rebuking that disease and that sickness, He can be rid of completely. Amen. And God is for you, not against you. He's not condemning you. He's here to save you and bring you health and prosperity and happiness and joy and bring you hope in your life. He's not here to bring destruction in your life or bring Any kind of condemnation, guilt, and shame, that's all from the pit of hell. Amen. Conviction is from the Holy Spirit. If you're doing wrong, we should be convicted. Amen. Do I not have power to deliver? I make the rivers a wilderness. The fish stink because there is no water and die of thirst. Listen, I, the Lord, clothe the heavens with blackness, and I make sackcloth their covering. The Lord God has given me the tongue of the learned that I should know how to speak a word in season to him who is weary. He awakens me morning by morning. Every morning God wakens you up. He's the one that gives you breath. He awakens my ear to hear as the learned. The Lord God has opened my ear and I was not rebellious, nor did I turn away. I gave my back to those who struck me and my cheeks to those who plucked out the beard. That's Jesus Christ, by the way. I did not hide my face from shame and spitting. They plucked his beard. They spit on him for the Lord God will help me. Therefore, I will not be disgraced. Therefore, I have set my face like a flint and I know that I will not be ashamed He is near who justifies me, who will contend with me. My hand is in the Lord's hand, and I walk with my God daily. And he is for you and not against you, amen? So let fear go out the door, let it go out the door. Don't even worry about fear anymore. I gotta read this to you guys, and I'll close with this. Psalms chapter nine, Psalms nine, verses nine through 10. Listen to what the word of the Lord says. This is so incredible. The Lord also will be a refuge. Man, is that beautiful? That means a secure place. Amen. Listen, secure place, but that word really means refuge, a secure height. How many of you feel safer when you're a little bit above something instead of looking up? I mean, you're more intimidated if you're lower, right? Mm-hmm. If you're above something, you feel a little safer. Unless you're afraid of heights. But that's what that means. It's a secure height. The Lord will be a refuge for the oppressed and a refuge in times of trouble. How many believe we're in times of trouble? Amen. Amen. The biggest trouble is not the disease and the death from the disease. The biggest trouble that we're facing is the lies, the woes and the deception and and the conniving of Satan and all his demons. That's the troubles that we're facing. It's in the realm of the spirits. It's against principalities and powers of darkness. Our trouble is that. And who brought who brought complete victory over that? At the cross of Calvary, Jesus Christ did. The victory at the cross brings victory over all demonic strongholds and powers of wickedness and powers of darkness. Amen. So you cast your care on the Lord and say, "As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. I will not fear." I will not fear, I will not fear, but I will trust in God. He is my refuge in times of troubles. And listen to what it says in verse 10. And those who know your name, what name? The name of Jesus. The name of Jesus Christ. Those who know your name will put their trust in you, God. For you, Lord, have not forsaken those who seek you. Amen. You put your faith, your hope, and trust in Him in the name above all names, Jesus Christ. Amen. How many have been encouraged today? How many feel like... How many... Honestly, be truthful now. You feel like fear, anxiety, oppression has been long gone.
3: Amen. It's like you're on a hot
0: motorcycle and it's in the dust. Amen. Amen. Not, not sure. If you might be a Harley guy, it's got to be a Harley. I've seen something that I don't like about I like Harley guys. I'm not a Harley guy. I don't even look like a Harley guy. But I like Harleys. I don't like the sound of them, especially when I'm trying to sleep. But I, I mean, they're cool. They've got that loud noise and all that. And they're, Some of them, the newer ones, are pretty sleek and cool looking. The only thing, And nothing against Harley guys if you were listening at all or if you're a Harley guy. But I see this big banner in this house, and it says this. And I know it's a Harley Davidson. It had the logo, and it said, Ride or Die. Either ride or die. Teresa, I didn't think of you, sorry. (laughs) But I thought, no, not ride or die. Like the Harley logo says, it's not ride or die, it's repent or die. It's repent from your evil, wicked ways and your sin and your rebellion towards God or die in your sin. The wages of sin is death. But, ooh, that three-letter word. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. That's the gift. So take the gift today and say, hallelujah, repent or die. Hallelujah, repent or die. I choose to repent. Get your heart right with the Lord today. And you'll have joy and peace in your life. Amen? Amen? You'll have hope in your heart.
3: Amen. Glory
0: to Jesus. Because he lives, we can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. Because I know he holds the future, and life is worth the living just because he lives. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Lord Jesus, right now we thank you for your peace. And Lord, you, you said, Let not your heart be troubled. And Lord, we make a decision today in our own will. I'm not going to let my heart be full of fear. I'm not going to be troubled. This world might be full of fear. This world may be full of trouble. But Lord, I give you all my cares, my troubles, my fears, my anxiety, my oppression, my disease, my sickness. I give you my body, my mind, my spirit. And Lord, I just lift it up to you. And I just want to walk with you, God, and trust you. You are God. And your hand is powerful. And your rebuke is strong, Lord. And I ask you to go before me, Lord God. Say that right now. Lord, go before me. Go before me. I want to walk with you, God, hand in hand. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Be blessed today. Be amen. encouraged. Amen. And leave a comment. Leave a message. Send them, Write a letter. Make a phone call. We want to know you're listening. Because we want... If you have any prayer requests, go right on our Facebook page and our website as well and you can leave a prayer request. Amen? amen? We want to pray and intercede for you. Don't lose hope. Don't be discouraged. Don't get depressed, you guys. Hang in there. God has got his hand on us. We are going to see a mighty revival. We're going to see a mighty revival take place very soon, I believe it. And Jesus Christ is coming very soon. You should be excited about that. How many would rather be in heaven than here? Would you rather walk the streets of pavement, blacktop with a pothole, or would you rather walk the streets of gold? Amen. Amen. Would you rather go down a Rock River where it's a little filthy and dirty looking, or would you rather go to the river of life where it's crystal clear? Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Be encouraged. We love you today in Amen. Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.